0: A new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, Unlike normal times, it is now me, Nico DLG, introducing the show with a different sibling. (laughs) Introduce (laughs) yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Victoria.
0: You are the beloved sister of our group.
1: So true. I am so beloved. I am the third child. The third child. Corey affectionately takes, calls me uh n- number three,
0: three. <laughs> uh don't worry i'm technically number four but i'm still the second one because i'm the only other person <laughs> that people talk to <laughs> about it so it's fine it's fine so uh in this very special other siblings edition of nerd Thuggery, this is not, not the first time you've been on the show though it's not
1: but it's been a really long time since i've been I think, like, on the last
0: show you was like thanksgiving like two years ago or something like at that. least
1: at least
0: like minimum and that was, that was a fun time. We had a good time then. Honeybear is losing her mind. She's excited be...
1: that we're both down here yeah, within close range. <laughs>
0: at the same time, who would have known? So yeah, how have you been, Victoria? How's, how's life? How are you doing?
1: I've been really good. I've embraced, I
0: guess, the nerdier sides of things.
1: And I think the last time I talked, I was really new into my personal training business. And now I've completely changed gears, still do that. But at a different capacity. Um, and now I'm a software developer, so that's cool.
0: That's like a completely different completely side of that. Completely
1: <laughs> different. Went from moving around all day to sitting, sitting. all day. <laughs> so uh You said let yeah, me use my power It's been interesting. Of science, yeah, I've been using science. my brain. And it's really great.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean that's a that was a pretty interesting career shift for you. I'm sure that it was a you know, pretty scary experience. I know we only got to see a little bit of it because you were all the way up somewhere else where we didn't see you.
1: Oh my god, I was, that was, I think, I think that was genuinely going through, so my career shift happened when I went through a training program and that training program I think was one of the hardest things that I have ever done in my life. I felt like I was dropped in a foreign country and was expected to speak fluently and I was like, I literally don't know a lick of what you're saying. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening here. Uh I left everything to do it. It was just that was a whole whirlwind journey. Um
0: do or die like do or, or die. die.
1: I I just was given this opportunity for a free education and I was like Well, I'm completely unprepared and unqualified for this, but okay.
0: (laughs) The worst that that could happen is I could fail.
1: (laughs) Basically. And I was like, I will not fail. So I remember I was bribing people with brownies to get help on assignments. (laughs) I was like, I'll cook for you. Uh, It was mostly guys. So I was like, I'll make you a ham. (laughs) And they were like, oh, yeah. That's the secret, man very just, food motivated <laughs>
0: yeah like dogs we're just like oh, dude snacks i'm in
1: <laughs> i'm in dude so uh yeah made it through that program met a lot of really cool people made a lot of friends learned so much
0: Yeah, you basically had to pick up an entirely new language and Basically,
1: I think I learned what some people learn in four years in nine weeks. (laughs) (laughs) It was intense. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I got a job as a software developer. And now um, I've been in the industry for over a year, which is crazy to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, like when you start anything new at all, you're always kind of like, where am I going to be in a year from now? and like it does sometimes it doesn't even feel real like i remember the first year of nerd thug was so like it was a like it was crazy and like now that we've been doing it for so long it's kind of like yeah what it's that thing i do it's kind of whatever
1: it's whatever you get you get way more efficient and you get way more comfortable in your skill set and i think that's where i'm finally at like that i feel like i was like Six months in, and I was like, I am a fraud. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) know I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how I got this far. I'm waiting for somebody to bring out the cameras and be like, oh, punked. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out
0: freaking John Munenos or whatever his name is shows up, and he's like, you've been on, what would you do?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? And they're like, well, so far, you sold a lie for the last six months. (laughs) And I was like, um... But, yeah, so now that I'm, like, a year in, I feel like, I'm like, okay, okay, I know some things. All right. I know some of these words. I know some <laughs> of these <laughs> words, basically. Because, uh, yeah, so we've, we've grown. We've come quite far. And, like, honestly, learned a lot from the industry. Just, like, as a whole, everything's, like, technology's, like, super, like, open source, collaborative. Um,
0: yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like that's a really big part a lot of people miss about, like, working, like, People work together on these things. Like, it's never just one person or like.
1: Rarely are you ever going to build something by yourself. And if you do, then it's like a small, relatively small project.
0: Yeah. And if it's big and then that person leaves, then the whole company goes to shambles because they don't know what they're doing.
1: Correct. And it's. I've heard
0: horror stories like that.
1: Well, yeah. Because especially if you don't have like good coding practices, I mean, you'll come back into some code and be like, what Wait. the heck is going on in here? Some real goblin. No, it not make no sense. Like. There's like no comments. You're like wondering who who what 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 were they on when they were writing this code and you're just like and then you find out it was you six months ago no i'm just kidding and
0: (laughs) and you're like like, what was i on he's like and some of these (laughs) and some of these and he's finally he's like and finish it just says the but it's all fancy and stupid (laughs)
1: uh basically uh, i won't lie there's been times i i used to like think my boss was crazy because he'd be like who wrote this? And then it would be him. And then we've code like we got enough like work done in the project to be like, who wrote this? And then we were like, oh dang, this was us. <laughs> what the heck were you we go doing? Back
0: and, you go back in the logs and like, oh that was me. Oh, I did that. Oh dang. Oh dang. I'm, oh I, I I'm, pushed this code. Oh oh
1: dang. Uh, this isn't good. <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> Basically. And so, uh yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's and I went from having to like i was basically doing everything on my own before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more or less to working genuinely working in a team and having people to bounce off like ideas off of and that's been a lot of fun and yeah just a lot of growth personal growth i mean professional that's growth that's
0: always a good sign Yay! yes honey bear we understand you want to be on the show too She's like yeah. she's so excited <laughs> Just staring at you. Look at that <laughs> loving face. <laughs> I'd like, I wish I had, like, sometimes you wish you had cameras in a sound show. They're literally looking back at each other than looking back to me <laughs> together. At the same time. It's, it's funny. We're so
1: synchronized.
0: Synchronized. But, yeah, that's great. And I, like, I always wondered, like, so, like, coding doesn't make any sense to me because I am a not computer person. <laughs>
1: well, neither was I. That's why I half the time I was like
0: huh (laughs) huh
1: and they're like yeah 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 what are your parameters for this method and i was like what am i what's for my what huh
0: i don't i don't i feel like like it's a lot of lingo
1: oh so much lingo it's literally like another language that you just have to learn and like the only way to learn is to just be in it you know yeah and so
0: here you heard this here first folks just teach yourself to code you can do more than you understand (laughs)
1: honestly and the thing that i thought was hilarious that blew my mind was like day one when my her instructor was like all right so uh let me google this real quick and i was like wait you could just google stuff i feel like all throughout university it was like you, you need to know this by heart you need this. to have this ingrained in your long-term memory you need to be 80 and able to recite this and get to computer science and it's just like oh dang Let's just Google it, and so they just Google it, just find some code, and you're like, "Let's try this." and you just slap it in there, and that's like ninety percent of programming, I swear. That's
0: that's one of my favorite videos I've seen on the internet. Is this guy? It's like what my what my friends think I do, and it's like the computer hacker, he's like, got like ten <laughs> computers, and he's like slapping them all, and it's like is granted. It's like what I actually do is like Googling stuff. and He's like copy, <laughs> pasting code. And yeah. he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then it works and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a genius. <laughs> like,
0: wow, so professional. Wow, so
1: <laughs> so smart. But yeah, no, really it is. And, and I always thought like the extra screens were like, I was like, dude, that's so extra. Nobody needs all those screens. And then I started (laughs) actually developing. And I was like, give me them screens. I need (laughs) need more screens. I've come into
0: rooms where you have two computers sitting on your phone.
1: (laughs) It'll just be me and Gabe, my roommate and there's like five laptops (laughs) and like we moved the TV to the dining room table so we could project our (laughs) computer screens onto the TV.
0: So you got like 20 monitors. It's like
1: ridiculous. (laughs) We don't even really use that table to eat at. We just work. We put all our monitors and computers everywhere. We're like hold on. This laptop's running this code. This laptop has our music. This laptop.
0: (laughs) This one's on Spotify. I thought about bringing out my iPod but I was a little bit too lazy for that i already had it open
1: (laughs) this one's all spotify and youtube videos for when we want to break from coding and then this one we're doing research and then this one we're finding other stuff (laughs) and it's just like we're a mess we're a total (laughs) mess work from home though has oh, been yeah. obsolescing.
0: <laughs> you guys you guys haven't worked in like i should say haven't worked they have worked in like an office in like 20 billion years yeah
1: i don't know if i remember where my cubicle is so <laughs> i hope the, i had nothing there because the,
0: the, yeah, the pandemic is like completely uprooted so many like industries in the first place but like software developers are like the one guys where it's like i guess you could do your job from your house and so it's like Yeah,
1: (laughs) literally, I think we've done more work at home than we ever
0: did in the office. Yeah, because, like, you don't have to deal with, like, meetings or, like, random things. Like, you just do whatever you're going to do and then just keep working on it. And
1: honestly, that's mostly how most programmers that I've, like gotten the pleasure of knowing it. they just want to be in their little cave doing their thing that's it yeah so now that they can be in their home <laughs> now that they can be in their home cave instead of their office cave they're like oh Aw, yeah oh
0: yeah just what i've been waiting for
1: so yeah work from home i mean we were in the office i think you've two been two months and been- we've been <laughs> out be- of the office for like 10 a-, a year yeah it's just it's been way fun and it, like, gives us so much more flexibility, you know, before we'd have to wake up really early, get dressed professional, you know. Oh, and man. then I'm pretty sure no one
0: misses professional commute. attire.
1: I feel like sometimes I dress up, even when I'm just at home, just so I can feel a little bit sane. Because <laughs> I'm well, like, like yeah, I haven't yeah. <laughs> worn pants in <laughs> a week. I should maybe put on some real pants so I can feel more productive.
0: Well, that's just, but that's just you being you. That's not really, like... It's like, giving me honest- sanity, man. <laughs> <Nick. Yeah. laughs> I just gotta put pants on. Me, haven't put. I haven't <laughs> worn. I haven't worn pants in months. I haven't worn pants in years. <laughs> I need.
1: I need some structure that pants give me. <laughs> uh,
0: the hard structure of pants. You'll never know.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We were basically like we went from you know getting dressed professional, commuting to the office building, walking through downtown, getting in, scanning in, coming to the cubicle, getting our stuff, going to a conference room, blah, 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 blah. And then now we're just like, oh, dang. Let's I'm roll out of bed, head to the living room, still in pajamas, haven't brushed my teeth, look like a gremlin, and I'm like, yes, I'm on this meeting, hello, yes.
0: <laughs> hello, yes, I am here yes. for the work.
1: project is going great, yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's like the, the blessing and the curse of, oh my god, <laughs> being assaulted over there. It's a blessing and a curse for, um, I think, work from home stuff, because, I mean, like, there's so many things that, like, so, like, when i was working it was completely like unimpeded like it was like nothing even happened we were still doing our job because we were so far away from people it didn't matter yeah and it was just our little group so we didn't care and then now like sitting here we've been stuck in quarantine for like a month <laughs> uh because of what happened to us we we, we contracted death disease
1: <laughs> yeah this this been the COVID house for um, like
0: Cause I got it, and then everyone else got it. Yeah. Totally wasn't my fault, guys. Everyone's fine. <laughs> I <laughs> told Corey, I was like, I take one step out the bunker and I explode. <laughs> and oh was, no! It's like that's it, boys. We're done. We're, we're living privileges. <laughs> I know.
1: It was. It was intense. We we really still don't know how we got it, and so that's a bummer. But I guess it wouldn't have mattered either way. You got it, or you got it. That's
0: yeah. I mean, you just got to live through it. Luckily, we didn't have it too bad. I was sick for a few days. my yeah. mom got pretty sick for a few days. But we're all on the we're all on the upswing now. We're all fine. Yeah. So like, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. It was a scary time, but man, like,
1: it was rough. I was worried about mom there for a second. I was yeah, like, for, "You all right?"
0: Minute. For a hot minute, she was she wasn't looking too hot. Because
1: we all bounced back. You you guys, you guys
0: came back really fast. I was sick for at least I think five, four or five days.
1: I was, I was probably like with a fever. Yeah, I was like fevers for like two days, and then by like five days, I was like, man, I'm pretty good now. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. It's it's okay. I know a lot of people don't have that experience. So yeah,
0: well, I mean, like a lot of people I know that like either nothing happened to them, and they're like, yeah, I got COVID, and then I just like my stomach was upset for a day, and I'm like, fine. And then other people are like in hospital or dying, and it's like, oh yeah, god,
1: really? Yeah.
0: Like it's like it's just a scary time, and it's funny because like as the farther it's gone, the more we've been like, I guess this is just never gonna go away, guys. It, it's
1: it's it's kind of scary how like this becomes a new normal, right? And it's it's like. Uh, I still miss <laughs> when we didn't have to, like, worry. I feel like now you're just, like, at a, always at a low-grade level of anxiety. Yeah, like, you know,
0: like, before it was like you had anxiety about stupid things, like, man, I don't think my outfit's popping today. It's kind of weird. Now it's like, oh, man, I could contract an illness that may or may not be horrible.
1: And it may also oh <laughs> affect my entire family or any of my loved ones and they could potentially have much worse effects than i ever had right and yeah. then i would have to watch them be sick and it feels like it's my fault And uh, yeah it was, it was rough yeah i'm not so projecting like, at all here yeah not project- <laughs> not, i'm not projecting <laughs> i'm not projecting at all what? It. uh yeah so it was, it was something but i mean
0: at least you gotta- got to work from home <laughs>
1: I did. I did get to work from home.
0: And by work from home, you traveled all over across the country. Like someone who cares about safety.
1: I was the worst citizen ever. I'm always the first person to admit it. I'm like, I traveled more. I think during COVID than I ever had. It was so cheap to travel. It was very cheap. No one was flying. No one was really doing it. And I actually had the time and the flexibility with work to. Yeah, because it's not like you have to go into an office. Like yeah, and it wasn't like I was like
0: seeing a bunch of different people.
1: I'm not going to parties. It was like going to see one person, two people at a time. It was nothing crazy, and I wasn't doing it to get wasted or anything crazy either.
0: Well, yeah, I mean we're we're very much homebodies where we're just like, hey guys, you want to come over? No, all right, I'll see you next time, I guess.
1: Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, basically.
0: So boring, but fun nonetheless. And then, like, okay, so shifting gears away from COVID, actually not that far, uh, I kind of wanted to bring up the idea of, like, social media, because I know you have, like, a billion business ideas, and you're always trying to use the internet to your advantage, because um, I hate social media with a passion, because I'm, like, an old man. Oh, what is it, honey bear? You also don't like Facebook?
1: She She concurs.
0: She concurs uh because like i hate everything about social media because i like i just don't get it because i'm an old man and i'm just like i'll see you when i see you in real life i don't really care about this (laughs) and like now more than ever everyone's been using social media because they're just stuck in their house forever
1: so true it's it's kind of a mixed bag I've, i've actually been feeling lately like pulling away from it i feel like almost compelled to use it now as like a business owner i feel like it's like this is the way this is the only way you must have all these accounts and you have to constantly be posting and you have to keep the people engaged 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 and i'm just like I remember when it was fun and I didn't really have a plan and I just kind of posted whatever. I'm like, yeah, this, this is good. And this, we're just posted. And now good. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a quarterly marketing strategy with a social media manager and a this and a, and it feels a little bit intense. And, um, I guess in all honesty, I guess I don't have to succumb to that pressure and do what everybody else is doing. Um, but definitely when you're in business, th- th- there's a fine line between doing your own thing because you want to be unique and stand out and also following the market trends and using them to your advantage. So Yeah, because
0: if you're just going to ignore them, you're never going to be successful. But if you like never integrate your business practice, it's never going to work. <laughs>
1: right. So I, I feel like lately, especially because now that I work full time, it, it's been a lot harder. And I'm like, should I just hire somebody? it would be great to just outsource all of it actually like and right that's why now. And i'm like, kind of that's, that's where i'm it's at a
0: job to like post stuff because like even i like in the minimal posting that i do for like nerd thug stuff like i like i get pictures of cosplayers and show them and like post them and some people get really excited because they're like oh this is cool or like the cosplayers be like oh thanks for showcasing my stuff i think it's really neat and like i'm glad you use my name instead of just posting my pictures
1: <laughs> right without giving credit
0: yeah is that like that's the stuff I hate when they're like, Check out this cool guy I found and then it's like, Well, where'd it come from? It's like, Well, I don't know. I found that on Google <laughs> Images on page four hundred. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so
1: like, uh if you know him, tag him. It's like, what well, that <laughs> doesn't help <laughs> that anyone. Doesn't count. Yeah. No, so it, it's definitely um it's changed a lot. And in some ways it's like much more relax i feel like there's like this this kind of movement towards like less refined more just kind of like
0: like i remember when social media used to be like like first it was like theatric personalities and then it was like the real people for a while and then people stopped caring about real people and then it was like
1: so curated and like so like only showcase perfect images yeah. your feed's gotta look
0: aesthetic yeah, like you gotta, all be this aesthetic. gotta be aesthetic your feed's got to be aesthetic your dog aesthetic you can't
1: and I, and I think it's like a dangerous because it's like people think that everything always looks like that and i feel like now we're like okay everything doesn't always look like that but I'm still going to make it seem that way. Right,
0: yeah. People are like, of course everything's like face And then they're like, well, I got to open my face app and <laughs> adjust all my photos. Right, but I
1: still want my photos to be beautiful. So it's like.
0: I feel I feel like there's like a fine line between like, we accept the fact that this is all horrible. We're going to keep doing it, though, and it's <laughs> going to still be awful. <laughs>
1: well, and I think, you know, we feel like you just gotta kind of roll with the punches and and now it's just like and maybe this is just me personally and Mm -hmm. the social media i peruse but i feel like there's just an inundation of you know information and content and it feels like you're always missing out on something. Oh, you didn't know this? Oh, my God. You should have known this. And it's like, why wait, aren't what? You keeping a,
0: why aren't you yeah, on your phone 94-7? Like, what? What's
1: happening? And then the, the platforms are constantly changing. And so it's like, oh, you were following this strategy before? Psych.
0: There's that, a new strategy. And yeah, I'm that like, one's what? not even good anymore. That's like four decades old. And you're like, it came out last week. You <laughs> talked about it.
1: And so it's just, you know, it, it, it's just something where you, I think... Everybody has to figure out their boundaries for themselves and figure out like, okay, how do I want to engage with this? Because I'll be honest, just uh, not having any awareness of how you're engaging with stuff is only going to really be to your detriment. So right, figure yeah. out what works for you. Maybe you're a Nico and you just really don't engage at all. Maybe you're like me and really I don't post as much, but I am constantly on it, a, like a, like an addict, <laughs> scrolling <laughs> um or maybe you're constantly posting constantly uploading content on all various platforms and uh
0: yeah it's
1: it, it, like literally a content creator that's legit a full-time job nowadays with the well, amount it, of content that gets pumped
0: out well like this people people like i remember when people were like oh it's such an easy job it's like oh no it's so much there's some work. people who have it easy because they they put the effort in early and they're big enough that they can just kind of cruise on their success, right? But other people like to get there, you have to put in so much effort and work and consistency.
1: And and really, consistency and following the trends is like the name of the game. If you can do those two things, you'll probably be successful. Um, but I think it comes down to like motivation. Are you really yeah, committed you, to putting in that time? Because it's, really it's a lot of it. effort.
0: Yeah, you know, I we host a we host a podcasting panel like at Palooza for, like, the past, like, two or three years, however long it's been around that we've been doing it. And, like, it's always podcasting 101. The room's always packed. But the number of people that, like, start a show is very, like, small. Yeah. And podcasting's become so big. Because and
1: podcasting's really coming up, yeah.
0: Because, like, when we started a few years ago, you know, it was pretty big, but it wasn't, like, now there's, like, again, it really bothered me because it was, like, like the Ron Burgundy podcast. is. <sighs> was like number one on everything and they hadn't even put a single episode out of it yet and it's like sometimes you just can't compete with stuff like that
1: yeah that name recognition or like that already established fan base i feel like that's what happens with like a lot of these successful podcasters or instagrammers like anytime they find success on what platform or like one like ron burgundy right like that's like you know it's a a movie movie, right so like they find success in one medium and then like it's It's so so much easier easier to transfer to something else so like people will get like blow up on instagram and then they're like by the way made a made a youtube channel and then all of a sudden their youtube channel has hundreds of thousands of subscribers because they had like a bunch of followers on you know instagram
0: or whatever yeah the cross the crossplay is like very easy because a lot of people are like well oh, i like them on this so let me see their other stuff so yeah like, it's very easy to be like well this was neat let me see something else that they do so then and it's a lot a- of times i feel like that doesn't translate very well like i know a lot of people i know like there's a lot of youtubers that i follow specifically that like they're a youtuber and then they're like we also do a podcast but their podcast is like either way worse or completely different so it doesn't translate as well
1: mm, that's fair i feel like it, it's worth exploring all the different platforms yeah, I mean, what, and figuring what out want. what you like best i suppose and what is a best fit for you
0: yeah because i mean like i've always been the like do what you like to do because if you don't like what you do and you don't like anything you get you're sick of it you're gonna get absolutely <laughs> sick of it it's going to be a chore that's the one reason that I've done the show for so long because I like it. It's fun. I think it's fun.
1: That's true, and I feel like there's the least amount of pressure with the uh, podcasts. I feel like it's kind of like a more. It's like you it can be short. It can be long. You know. You, yeah. There's different, like, there's different.
0: There's yeah. different kinds, and like uh, being being like audio is also very interesting. Like, oh my goodness. Because you get stuff like this where our dog is crying because we're standing in the room and not petting her. Uh, <laughs> she's so spoiled. She's awful. Like, she's the cutest thing on beast. the planet. But she's a nightmare now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been home for too long and now she's like, if anyone ever leaves, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah.
1: We're going to need like therapy for our dogs. <laughs> we have to get her they're a therapy dog for our dog. <laughs> Yes, I'm a surviving separation anxiety dog, dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but again, like the different platforms are always so interesting too, like so like i I'm of the opinion that Twitter is probably the worst thing that's happened to people ever
1: I just I, I don't get even it. i was I was like prime time audience for Twitter when it literally when was it invented, out. which makes me feel so old <laughs> but um technology just changes so fast so I, I don't feel that bad but um and i didn't get it i was i was like the prime time audience and i was still like so it's a facebook status but just statuses like there's nothing Man, imagine, else imagine i was statuses? so confused and i was like but what's the point everybody's like but it's there's but it's funny and i'm like i don't get it but what yeah i just never got it so i never got into it i think there's a lost account of mine somewhere out there i don't know what it's called how to log into it it's lost in the ether as far as i'm concerned
0: there there is there is a victoria (laughs) twitter account but it's irrelevant no
1: so irrelevant i'm actually afraid to look back at it i have no idea what would be on that thing it would be my high school ramblings but
0: did you even use
1: it i think i literally had like maybe a hundred
0: tweets i don't know that's a lot of tweets
1: not when you don't know what you're doing i I have no idea what i was doing maybe it was less than that i have maybe it was 50 i don't even i couldn't tell you i couldn't i
0: couldn't type more than like two sentences without being like all right this is this is relevant guys
1: i remember my my friend getting a She's like, I've been sending you tweets. How come you never check them? I was like, I don't even know my login to Twitter. You're like, I can't even get into Twitter.
0: There's no reason for me to even. I don't even have
1: the app. I don't know. I just, I don't look at it.
0: I've been tweeting at you the entire time for two years. (laughs) 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 Stephanie's like, if you
1: ever log into Twitter, you're just going to have like 2K messages from me of just funny tweets that I've found over the years.
0: Oh man, but like imagine like the look back on like memes from like four <laughs> years ago. Cause man, sometimes they don't make any sense. And you're like, you're like, the context is completely lost well, on me. T- well, what's funny is like,
1: like figuring out the memes that like, have like a lifespan without you still reference but like they're like years 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 old <laughs> yeah like
0: mine at this point has been dead for like t- 10 years and we're still like still hey like, bro remember that, <laughs> one <guy> that was <laughs> pretty lit?
1: yeah so it's just funny to see it was funny that like there was this essentially a whole new way to like communicate and connect via like Weird references and photos and like uh, videos. Yeah, memes,
0: memes. I I heard this and it like absolutely blew my mind. It was like memes are the modern day hieroglyphs.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's just it's it it's crazy that <laughs> that's I feel like our biggest mark thus <laughs> far as like media transformation is like the birth of memes. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty sick. Like, not gonna lie, memes are pretty great.
1: It's so fun.
0: Like, cause like there's and like, there's something for everyone. Like, yeah, you want dark memes, you want happy memes, you want sad memes, you got them all, boys. Well,
1: even like, so now I follow like women in technology tags and like, uh, programmer tags, and now there's like, programming memes that I find, and I'm like, I feel like I've I've stepped into like this niche
0: like yeah now you're niche, now you're in like niche the, memes <laughs> now you're in like super specific niche memes trust me but i've like so i've played many. card games for so long that like there's like card game memes where i'm like oh yeah there you go that's the <laughs> one and i feel so pandered too because it's like <laughs> i'm like i'm so
1: seen <laughs> yeah
0: look at me i'm so cool I, I too partake in a hobby that is very niche.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> but that somehow other people also can, like.
0: I just think of, the, again, think of that one vine where it's just the kid going, oh, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun.
1: So much to talk about with.
0: All right. Well, that is enough for this, uh, not episode, but this segment. We will be right back and we'll hear a word from our sponsors. <laughs>
2: This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, Before we get into anything too spectacular, we have to get into our lovely sponsors, The Adventure Begins, Comics Games, and more. So, they are... Open and at full operating hours. If you want to come into the store, you are going to need a mask if you want to come inside. But if you want to be extra safe, they do have delivery and curbside options available. They do have events running back up. So Monday, January 18th from 4 to 8 p.m. That's today uh, is miniature Monday. So free event every Monday you come in. You want to show off your armies or your miniatures. Uh, They do have paint and supplies if you want to ask for any support. A new day uh, today, also January 18th at 7:30, the adventure, the adventure Begins virtual trivia. So, this is a trivia event every Monday. It used to be on Wednesdays, but now it's every Monday at 7:30. You can find them at twitch uh, twitch.tv/slash rnr nerd. Join us at 7:30. Uh, Tuesday, January 19th at 5:45, is the Dragon Ball Super pre-release event. So, come in and uh, get your chance to grab. The, uh, the newest set of Dragon Ball Super Card game. I think it comes out literally in a couple days from now. It com- The pre-release is Tuesday and it, the set comes out on Friday. So it's, it's still a pretty big deal. This set's pretty neat. I'm really excited about it. Uh, Wednesday, January 20th is the all-day backstock comic sale. So you have this Wednesday and next Wednesday. And then that's it. These are the last two Wednesdays of the month. You get 75% off backstore areas. Uh, Comics in the Backstory area, and 25% off comic bundles, hardback books, and trade paperbacks. Friday, January 22nd, because the the train just doesn't stop. Uh, 6 p.m. is the Team Yankee and Flames of War casual meetup. So I don't know what that is, but you can come in and play, I assume. (laughs) Uh, Saturday, January 23rd at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon casual meetup. And uh, Saturday, January 23rd at 6 p.m., is the Warhammer and tabletop Warhammer casual meetup? Whew, that's a lot of events. Uh, so come join us at the adventure begins. They're a fantastic store, lovely people. Find them off of FM not five twenty nine. That's not at all where that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, you can you can find them in Conroe. Uh, appreciate. Come on down to the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Fantastic store. Join us and have a grand old time. So, Victoria, in our last couple minutes here, uh, did you have anything you wanted to, like, spring on us? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Okay? I was like,
1: oh, God, panic, 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 <laughs> scramble. What can I think of? Topics, topics, topics.
0: <laughs> so, I know you're you a very much, like, I, I want to say you're not, like, the new age. You're trying to be the new age aunt of our new age aunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, like it's always something I've like dabbled in because I am I am a creature of like more not morbid curiosity, but I'm always just like,
2: ooh, but what is my
0: Zodiac sign <laughs> saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it's always been like one of those like weird things that I was like super into for no reason in particular. <laughs> so like how did you get into all of that?
1: Like? Um, I think by nature and I think one of my like main qualities is curiosity i feel like it's gotten me into really great places and into some sketchy situations but i feel like i have always been strongly led by curiosity and um and just felt drawn to all that stuff i remember when i was a kid it's funny because um the other day our mom found this ring that my dad got her when we were when i was like i don't know six seven i remember stealing this ring and bringing it into my room and just staring at it because i was fascinated and it was like this ring that was like had a little spot for like a round stone and you could like switch out the stones oh yeah and i just thought it was so cool and i think because it is cool it is so cool but as a kid i remember being like oh what does this stone mean what does this stone mean what is this for what is this called like i just remember i feel like it always kind of started like With rocks, Jacob, my boyfriend was like, So, what'd you do as a kid? And I was like, "Ah, I liked rocks. And he was like, What kind of boring answer is that? But I was like, But "Ah."
0: I too did enjoy a rock. I still had rocks from when I was a kid. You had a rock collection. I I remember that.
1: It was like, Why are rocks interesting? I don't know. My
0: favorite one was one that kind of looked like a potato, but if you turned it sideways, it looked like a little ship, like a little boat.
1: Oh, that's cool. I have one in Missouri because I'm still a child. I have a tiny rock collection on my windowsill, and I have one that just looks like a tiny mini corn dog. Hilarious. I was just like, oh, wow, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But anyway, uh, so I feel like it kind of started with, like, uh, rocks and Zodiac. I feel like Zodiac is the gateway drug (laughs) into, like, deeper astrology and, like, I guess, is it the occult? I don't really know.
0: Magic, energy, Like,
1: metaphysics and kind of stuff like that. I feel like I was always kind of a, a kid that, looking back, I, like, inherently did stuff without being taught that now i learn i'm like oh that was grounding or oh that was you know like you know you it's like sometimes i'm like is it really like this ooh, spooky magical thing or are they just labeling stuff that we kind of are naturally drawn like, to anyway
0: like it's like no you weren't you didn't do that because you were a scorpio you did that because of what you did <laughs> for like the rest <laughs> of your life
1: right and so uh, i think it started with that and then um eventually i just kind of found myself in a dark place and uh i needed some inner healing and uh our aunt is kind of a, or she's not kind of i mean she's like she's a teacher of this kind of stuff and uh she was like you should come to New this age
0: aunt. <laughs> yeah
1: you should come to this you know conference i always go to in hawaii and it's all about learning like the the teachings of the ancient hawaiians and blah 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 and i was always kind of like huh all right. nah i mostly just passed and then one year i was like all right i'm in <laughs> <laughs> and then i took a deep dive into that and i it, really a, a lot of what we learned about was like metaphysics how beliefs shape you um and how like beliefs and thoughts really create the reality that you're experiencing and how pretty much everything's neutral and we all just kind of label things um how we've been taught to label things and how we just perceive them right right yeah and so um thus began my journey into like metaphysics and learning about like um more deeply about meditation and um just like the inner work energy work that was fun to learn about dream interpretations uh, those you are, those name are my, it i have I, like I looked dream into interpretations
0: it <laughs> are my absolute favorite because like it's like is it your brain just putting random things in a in a sequence because you you kind of saw something that was related to it during the day? Maybe. <laughs> but is it way more interesting that your dreams mean something? It could be premonitions absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think we've always kind of had that like grandmother will have dreams my aunt has had dreams i have had dreams so i feel like it's kind of a mixed bag sometimes a dream is literally just a hodgepodge of what i saw that day and i feel like it's just my brain trying to consolidate information
0: your brain was like was that important probably uh, not.
1: I, I don't know and then sometimes it's like um, showing
0: your unconscious mind like this good <laughs> right I'm <putting> this here. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll put this uh over here and it's just interesting because your brain is like more active at night so it's kind of just like
0: wild who would have it, known it's
1: it is kind of wild and so uh, that that's that's super fun and i think what's fun about that is that it's kind of different for everybody and you nobody really has it's fun uh, actually it's weird how there's usually like common dreams like does that make sense like yeah. oh like like the other night man i was having nightmares and my teeth were falling out I feel like everybody's had that dream,
0: like, yeah.
1: once in their life. It's like, why? Why? Why
0: do we dream that? Why? Why is that? Why is that the play, guys? I had, like, I had a dream where I, like, was driving a car, and then I lost control of the car, and I was like, oh, God, that's terrifying. I woke up, like, scared.
1: It's, and it's crazy how, like, it affects, like, your, like, your physical, like, you're your sweating. Yeah, you're You're, sweaty, like, breathing and you're, like, different, and you're like, oh, God. It was like it's real, and so... Uh, so, yeah, so that's, I think, been super fun. But I think it kind of started natural curiosity as a kid. And then as my aunt kind of explored it, she was, like, kind of drew me in. And then once, like, I, like, took a sip of the Kool-Aid. You then I was eaten. like, oh, I'm going to down this. <laughs> and then I kind of did a lot of my own exploring from there. And uh, it's it's been really fun. And And ultimately, and now I'm at the phase where I'm, like, I'm now, like, i feel like before i was like whoa just absorbing all the information and now i'm like questioning and sifting through the information like what do i actually believe what do i what do i want to take from this is this true like i feel like with nothing in life like you shouldn't really take it at face value you should always kind of be like looking at it and even revisiting it because i feel like there's stuff that i believed firmly before and then now i'm kind of like Hmm. Do I still believe this? Yes, oh, or 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 no, <laughs> uh, yeah, <it's, laughs> or it's maybe not. Uh, you know. So, uh, so I think, um, I think, all of that stuff, and and why a lot of people are drawn to it. I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger every day maybe just because the content that I consume is <laughs> targeted towards over, me yeah, and, <laughs> and like, knows exactly what I'm thinking and like, sure doing. i everyone's into it
0: and it's just always zodiacs, <laughs>
1: Right and it's just because that's what I've been looking at and it's targeted towards me but uh, I feel like it's it's becoming a lot more commonplace because we have a natural like tendency to want to understand ourselves and understand other people and understand our environment yeah,
0: and like the world we, want, we live in. We want answers, you know, classic philosophy going back to like <sighs> the ancient Greeks. And they're like, my, my absolute favorite was like their explanations of like, like God or like why things do stuff or like the fire. And you're like, but what is the fire? And they're like, the fire is <laughs> the thing that makes thing everything move. And you're like, how does grass contain the fire? And they're like, <laughs> because it is changed. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think there's just so much symbolism in <laughs> in nature in the first place. I feel like as human beings, we've just taken so much inspiration from nature. We're like, like anger is, you know, perceived as fiery. And it's like, but why? <laughs> but, why? <laughs> but it's like, it has that same energy, you know? And so... Um, I, I think a lot of people take stuff a little too literal <laughs> sometimes, and then uh, some people don't look into stuff enough sometimes. And yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like if you don't question anything and you just live your life, like if someone told you that, like that was my absolute favorite like science teacher ever, where it, there was like, but why? And then everyone's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's like if you if you ask, but why enough. enough times, you're gonna get to a point where you're like questioning reality. <laughs>
1: right and you're gonna get real answers i feel like i do that even with uh, like with clients they'll be like well it's just because i have like no willpower and i'm like but why but is that really what's going on right and then they're like well no it's just because i'm tired or overwhelmed i'm like okay well why are you tired or overwhelmed oh okay well it's because you know overstressing you know doing too much filling your schedule okay well why do you do that Oh dang! Well, maybe because I feel the need to always be busy to prove my worth, and it's like, okay, now we're getting to some real answers.
0: Now we're now we're getting to the real, word, the boy. juicy
1: meat, <laughs> you know. And so I, I think all of this is just a, a tool. And what's so annoying is that we always look for the answer outside, and like the Zen answers.
0: Like always the answer's
1: within. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like,
0: well, I can't find it in there.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's like,
0: well, I don't like looking in there because it makes me feel bad, <laughs> And it's spooky in <laughs> there. <laughs> it's scary. You don't even like it. I don't
1: like it in there. I'd rather find it out here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see out here. I don't have eyes on the inside. <laughs>
1: you got to trust your inside eyes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, that's cool. I've always been a huge fan of, like. Just knowing like what people think and believe and stuff. Also, I can I will, I am a sucker for horoscopes, and I'm always like, hey, 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 that's me. <laughs>
1: that's not accurate. They are accurate. That's the thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm projecting in that. Yeah, why it's I don't accurate. know. Like, <laughs> like or... I don't know if I'm projecting
0: because like, I don't know if it's just like,
1: and maybe it's just so general, kind of like a psychic, right? When people are like, psychics aren't real. They just give general like, oh, you have a friend coming to visit, and it's like, oh my god my friend is coming to visit in two weeks and you're just like whoa it's like it was just a general my answer favorite, my
0: favorite one is when 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 those psychic readings go horribly horribly <laughs> wrong
1: and just play along
0: yeah no either they don't play along or like it's clear that it's not working and then like just make it something have, up yeah and the person is completely unimpressed <laughs>
1: <laughs> like oh, why I like, feel like I feel like some of that's real. Maybe that's just me, like wanting to be hopeful and believe in magic. I'm well,
0: like, like, I'm sure that like there's some people like I feel like our grandmother who is like super. I feel like she's like connected to like just because she gives off old Hispanic woman vibes of like.
1: Yeah, true. I think it's you just cultivate that that connection and also like with time i just feel like it's easier that's why like i feel like the magics and mystics are always like old people it's like an old man or an old woman it's like just seasoned by life you know and they just have a deeper understanding and connection with like i don't know spirit energy whatever you want to call it the universe god whatever you want to call it everybody calls it something different but really it's it's the same thing
0: (laughs) is it Victoria? I don't think gods and ghosts are the same thing. Okay, no. <laughs> but uh I mean there could be, I mean like I feel
1: like this life force energy that everybody can kind of agree exists is the same.
0: Yeah, like it's just like a general thing. I don't know.
1: Some people are like, "Oh, it's just chi." Or, "Oh, it's just energy." Or, "Oh, it's just spirit." Or, "Oh, it's it's I feel like it's something it's obviously very similar right
0: yeah like again like folktales across time are the same for a reason
1: and i think they were just folktales because like they're more meta like i feel like all the stories back then were so much more metaphorical and now everything's like i don't know. much more straightforward
0: like you say that but like it does it still doesn't make any sense like i've i've tried and read beowulf it doesn't make any sense <laughs> like Who's Grendel? Like, why is he <laughs> <Yeah>. relevant?
1: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I haven't read Beowulf, so I have no idea.
0: He's like a guy, and like he's like a king, but not like he's like trying to be the king. I don't know. He kills a giant troll named Grendel. He just, like, takes his finger and like beats people up with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, I guess or his like arm. I don't remember. Which it one could be it
1: is. perceived as like tackling a big problem and then taking oh, the yeah. skills that you learned. From that, I guess "quote unquote" battle,
0: putting it somewhere else and
1: putting it towards your future. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Like, I and there's know. so many like possible scenarios. Or it could have been a literal guy who chopped off an ogre's arm, and then or yeah, <laughs>
1: or, or the author was just like, "Wouldn't it be sweet if he just took his arm and then beat people up with it?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do, I do absolutely enjoy. There's, there's, there's a little comic I saw. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna end it here. But this is just a beam, and I just kind of was just like. It's just a guy drawing and he's like, oh, I'll never be as good as these old people. And then it's like, goes to them and it's like, oh, I'll never be as great as like the Renaissance. It's like the Renaissance people. It's like, oh, I'll never be as good as whatever. And it's just a caveman being like, man, I'm the best. <laughs> Trying, like stick figures on the wall.
1: Look at this. I'm an artiste.
0: <laughs> he's like, look at this. I'm a pro.
1: <laughs> That's fun.
0: So like, we all come from something. Sometimes stories are just cool, but sometimes they're meant to teach you things. I hope they teach you all the
1: juicy good ones are
0: right exactly well that has been this audition of nerd thug radio siblings two different ones this time (laughs) thank you Victoria for being on the show and thank you guys for listening uh have a great day appreciate it
1: bye
2: The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month.
0: Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up
2: to Nerd Thug Radio.